Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Oh, I'm looking forward to this conversation today. We're going to be talking all about the trends that we are seeing happen in 2024. Going into 2024, what is the landscape going to even look like? I cannot wait to get into this conversation with you guys today. So let's get into the top 15 trends that we are seeing that are going to be happening in 2024 that you need to know about to stay ahead of the curve. Now, some of these ideas are not ones that I necessarily agree with. I'm going to let you know whether I like it or not, just because that's what I like to do. I know that you guys like to hear different opinions out there. I'm going to tell you what the top 15 trends are from what we've been seeing. And I'm going to tell you, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Let's get into it. Okay. But hey guys, we all know how daunting it can be to rely on past inventory projections, especially when it comes to getting the exact right amount of inventory in time for the holiday season. I'm sure lots of you guys are there right now. Well, I actually have an exciting solution to share with you today. Introducing my buddies over at Portless. It's a logistics company that is legitimately changing the game for D2C businesses. By shipping your products directly from China straight to your customers with a fully domestic shopping experience, including custom packaging and local tracking numbers, which is the biggest thing here, they're actually able to keep you in stock all throughout the holiday season. And hopefully, actually, with less inventory on hand, which we all know will help us with our cash issues. Uh, with Q4 right around the corner, it is absolutely crucial to prepare for this holiday ramp up and secure your inventory. Do not let the risks of overstock or stockouts or having your cash flow tied up in inventory hold you back. Portless has revolutionized the way the brands move inventory. Say goodbye to the days of ordering inventory way in advance like I still do. <laughs> uh, you have access to factory MOQs and you can replenish fast-moving products super, super fast. Generally, sometimes within three to five days, allowing you to capitalize on the demand and then eliminate product wastage. Gone are the days of long shipping times that come with traditional cargo shipping. Remember what it was like during 2020 with cargo shipping? First of all, there were so many delays. And second of all, the price went from $2,000 a container to like $20,000 a container. It was absolutely insane. With Portless, your inventory is ready for sale within two to four days of being manufactured. That's crazy. The shipping within China is so ridiculously fast and cheap to actually get you to Portless, which is incredible. That means no more waiting 45 to 60 days for your products to actually arrive, right? Portless understands the importance of being nimble and cash positive in the world of D2C and e-commerce. That's why they're here to make it easier for brands like you guys. And if you guys are agency owners as well, I would definitely let all of your brands know about this. They ship to over 55 countries from their fulfillment center in China. And your customers are still going to enjoy the domestic shipping experience within six to eight day shipping. And again, you know, their average is five days. I know they don't want me to say that, but that is their average and last mile tracking numbers from trusted carriers like USPS and Canada Post. But here's the game changer. Not only is this premium experience not expensive, actually cheaper than your current fulfillment options. I have zero doubt about that. That's because cargo shipping often comes with a laundry list of extra fees that eat into your profits, right? Import duties, terminal handling charges. Oh, de-stuffing fees. Oh, I love that one. Portless is here to help you improve your gross margins by up to 40% by eliminating those fees and costs. If you're looking for a way to take control of your inventory and free up cash flow for this holiday season and moving into Q1, Portless is the answer. This is the answer for you guys. So down in the show notes, we are going to have a link for you to try Portless out. So go to the link, 
and order a product, order it to your address somewhere here in North America and see what happens. And again, for the, my Australia listeners as well, they do ship down there too. So try it out. It's an incredible experience and you can see how seamless it looks. Honestly, guys, we are thinking about moving all of our fulfillment over there because it is such a phenomenal experience and is changing our cash conversion cycle absolutely massively. So again, links down in the show notes. I'll probably be talking about these guys a lot in the future. Anyway, on to today's episode. All right, so number one is expect more voice-enabled search. I can tell you, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, I have my Apple Watch on me all the time. All I, I'm using it all the time to be able to use voice-enabled search constantly. I am using my voice almost more probably than I'm using a keyboard to search for things. So remember that there's smart devices like Alexa, like Google Home. I'm trying not to say them too much just in case I've got a couple of them in here right now. But remember that these voice-enabled devices, they're expected to exceed $30 billion in sales by 2024. Everyone's got them. Like Siri is everywhere <laughs> that we go. So just remember as you're going along that voice-enabled search is going to be a thing right? We're going to be looking at that a lot more. Number two, and this is an interesting prediction, and I don't know how much I like this, but headless websites. I see a massive, massive movement over to headless websites. Now, here's my opinion. You don't need to go headless. Like 99.9% .9 of you do not need to go headless. Yes, you can get a lot more flexibility, but really with Shopify, you know, yes, you're going to be saving a little bit of site speed, but do I really think that it's a good use of your time and money? No, but I'm letting you know it is a trend and it's a massive trend that we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of agencies pushing it. I think that this is great for agencies. I just don't think that it's great for brands, but it is a trend to be looking out for. So as you guys are talking about on LinkedIn and Twitter and talking about some of these different things, just remember that headless is a big part of what people are going to be talking about next year. Really, you know, the multimedia revolution is continuing with video, AR, with VR. All of these different things are becoming absolutely massive. I don't know if you guys remember when Pokemon Go first started, I was like, AR is going to be, every, sorry, augmented reality is going to be absolutely everywhere. And it wasn't. But let me tell you, there are some incredible apps coming out that can really help for, say, a couch company, you know, being able to put that couch right in the space that you want to. Really, really great. I made a purchase from a, a local company called Cozy recently, and it really helped me to be able to visualize what this would actually look like in the space. And so AR and VR are absolutely massive, you know, for fashion brands. There's some really great stuff with augmented reality of people being able to actually try the clothes on with augmented reality. We've been doing this for quite a while with some with glasses and sunglasses and all of that kind of stuff. So really highly recommend that you look into some of the tools that can help you out with that. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty is going to look a lot different than it used to. You know, classic point programs and this sort of generic one size fits all approach is not going to work, right? It's not going to work. Instead, what you need to do is figure out the kind of value that you want to give your customers. And for me, guys, it's just points are not there. There's some really great programs that we've been using. Absolutely love one called Toki. If you guys want to look into Toki, really, really great user experience. Have absolutely loved it. People who join it automatically get an Apple if they have an iPhone, which most of our customers in a certain brand do. They get an Apple wallet card that they can then share with their friends. And every time that they share that and their friend purchases, they get 10 bucks into their account. So some really, really cool stuff like that is out there and will only get more and more prevalent in 2024. Another one I'm going to throw in there that isn't on my list is there's a lot of brands that are going bankrupt right now, guys. There's a lot of brands that just are not able 
to make it. They are way over leveraged and they will not make it through this time. And so what that means for you is that there is going to be more market share. Now, at the same time, I really believe that consumer demand is going to be down next year. But there will be a lack of other brands out there to service them. And so if you can go in, swoop in and fill that void, awesome. Also, look at some of these potential acquisition opportunities, right? With these brands that are going under, if they don't have a really complicated cap table, this actually may be a time to scoop up a great brand out there. So again, that's a little bonus one for you guys today. All right, let's talk about B2B e-com is going to continue to be massive. It's just a great opportunity for you to be able to get your products into the hands of more consumers. You know, think about some different ideas like corporate gifting. Think about getting into a big box, into we'll call it small box, <laughs> into boutiques, into all these different places that would want to potentially sell your product. I think that's another massive one. An interesting one here is social media as a sales platform. We're on number six right now, actually number seven with the extra one that I added in, but we'll call this one number six just so I can stick to my list here. Social media as a sales platform, TikTok shops. Do I need to say much more about that? I'm going to do an entire episode, actually a solo episode on TikTok shops because I think that there is so much, so ridiculously much value in TikTok shops coming into next year. Again, right now they're only in about six or seven different countries, but social media as a sales platform, TikTok shops has done it. What they've done is they've taken the whole influencer economy and put it on its head. It is now an affiliate game, which is so much better for you out there as a brand owner. It's just so much better for affiliates. Okay. Now you actually have to do work that actually drives sales. Perfect. That's what we wanted this entire time. So just remember that TikTok shops is going to be massive. I think that Facebook and Instagram is going to follow suit and create their own influencer platform with Facebook and Instagram shops, but TikTok has beat them there. Yes. I can hear you guys already. Oh, it's so clunky. It's so this, it's so that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And yet they got the first mover advantage. And I am so incredibly pleased to see where they're at. A buddy of mine, I saw him post on Twitter the other day that he did 100K in sales from one person's posts. One person's post. So I think he was offering something like a 15% commission. Awesome for that influencer. 15K from one post. Come on, but 100,000 in sales. I mean, that's huge. That is absolutely huge. Do we want to do number seven here, guys? Machine learning is making strides. Oh my gosh. Yes. Is it ever making strides right now? We're going to be using it in everything that we're seeing. Shopify will be rolling their AI assistant outside kick on all stores. I don't think that you will see a product that does not have some AI built into it in some sort of way. And if you do, I feel bad for those SaaS companies because they probably will be going under if they don't integrate AI somehow into the workflow. That will be just absolutely essential for these companies to continue to just provide a great service. And so that's something that we are definitely looking at in all areas, in marketing, in sales, in email, all these things, AI has to be a part of it. And machine learning, it's just insane. I mean, we all know that. It's just absolutely crazy. Here's a really interesting one that I found, and this is the rise of dark social, right? So this is private sharing through messaging apps. Think about this like actual word of mouth, right? How do you create word of mouth? Well, you have to create word of mouth. You have to have a great product that people actually want to talk about. You have to have a great story. It has to be something that people actually want to share. And I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of you do not have that right now. But because of the rise of dark social, it is going to be a lot more difficult to track this stuff. How do you track word of mouth? Well, you can't on WhatsApp, on Messenger, in a lot of these places, this is where people want to go back and forth. They don't want to be on a massive social media platform. Now, a lot of people are still going to be. But what we're seeing is that this is going to be a very, very massive part of what happens going forward. 
you know what, guys? We're going to get through all 15. I promised you 15. We're going to get through all 15 here. Number nine, quick commerce and live streaming. Let's talk about live streaming in general. This is something that we have been predicting for about the last two years, but I really do believe that this is going to be the year for live streaming. It has been massive in Asia, and I do believe that it is going to enter over here. This is my crystal ball coming up. I believe that there's going to be some big players that are going to do this. I mean, you've seen this on TikTok. I've chatted with brands. Their entire strategy is just live streaming all day on TikTok, which is really interesting and gets a lot of watch time. And these are like $5 million companies. So if you are not looking at live streaming as part of your marketing, really take a look into how you could potentially integrate that. Apparel Brands, I'm looking at you. This is a great opportunity for you to connect even more with your fans. And you're going to need to in 2024. It's just going to be part of the game. You're going to have to do it. Number 10, let's talk about some increased security measures. Now, we've got the good part of machine learning, and then we've got the bad part of machine learning. The problem is machines can learn really fast how to get in and destroy your site. If you're on Shopify, I would not worry at all. What I would worry about, though, is your customer's private data and just really making sure that you have strong cybersecurity measures in place. Again, this is just another one of those things that I really want to make sure that you guys understand the gravity of this, right? With a data breach, what can and it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Just search data breaches and the amount of work that you have to do. So really make sure that you have a super high security around your CRM, around your ERP. If you've got an ERP, I'm not going to use any more acronyms, guys. That's all. Number 11, let's talk about connected TV. I really believe that connected TV, Google TV specifically, because Google TV is on the YouTube network, I'm very interested to see how that works from an incrementality standpoint. I think that's another thing too, is that we're going to be measuring incrementality over attribution a lot more. Just remember connected TV. It's one of those things you can't really skip the ads on YouTube. Yes. But YouTube is also allowing pretty long pre-roll ads. I think I saw one the other day that was like a 30 second pre-roll that was unskippable. So just remember that these can be incredibly powerful ads. So if you have some ads that are working really well on social and they're more video story based, I would highly recommend testing those over. They don't have to be necessarily direct response ads, but they need to be something that's going to, again, create some word of mouth and get them over to your website. What I'd watch on this one is your direct traffic going up and brand searches. So if you're seeing direct and brand going up, and this is the one shift that you've made is going over to connected TV or YouTube, that's where I would start to measure what exactly is going on with this. Again, remember, as everyone's watching, I mean, I don't have to tell you this. As you're watching TV, what are you doing? You're scrolling. We're all scrolling. We're all scrolling all the time. So <laughs> there's that. All right. Different platforms for different audiences. I want to talk to this just for a little bit because TikTok people are different than Instagram people. I think we all know that. And it's not just an age difference, right? It's how people want to consume the content. You cannot just repurpose your content on all these different platforms. You have to talk specifically to them. Actually, it's interesting for me as being a content creator on for the majority in the business world on LinkedIn and Twitter, it's two completely different platforms. I rarely ever actually cross post because it's actually two different platforms and there's different audiences on either one of them. So I understand this and I'm really hoping that in the D2C world, we understand this too. You cannot simply just like use repurpose.io and just move it all over the place. Yeah, sure, it can work. But I think that creating TikTok specific content is really important and creating Instagram specific content is really important. Instagram and Facebook, that's fine to go back and forth. And even TikTok over to Reels is fine, but you really got to like the TikTok people and the Instagram people, it's different people on those platforms. Yeah, maybe you use both, but what goes well on one doesn't necessarily always go well on the other. So just throwing that out there. Let's see here. Oh, we talked about incrementality before. Let's get right into incrementality. 
So multi-attach attribution and incrementality are going to be absolutely essential. If you're an agency owner listening to this and you're not obsessively thinking about this for the next year, you will be left in the dust. Your clients are going to leave you. And I don't blame them because this is something that we need to figure out. We need to figure out what is the incrementality of all of the stuff that we're doing? Enough said there. I'm going to do an entire episode again on incrementality because I think it's that important. Now, measuring the right metrics is going to be more crucial than ever. 2024 could potentially be a very difficult year for a lot of you. I know if it's anything like 2023, there is just not going to be the same tailwinds that we had back in 2020 and 2021. It's just not going to happen, guys. And so tracking those key metrics is incredibly important. And it depends whether these are top of funnel metrics, whether these are metrics down right to the bottom of the PL. But being profitable is a must. It's an absolute must. There is still no VC money out there for e-commerce brands, guys. The money is just not there. And so these key metrics, they're more crucial than ever, than ever before. So I highly recommend using a system like EOS tracking every single day. You know, we use both Triple Whale. It's interesting, actually. I'll tell you something kind of fun that we do at our brands. So we have a cash flow report daily, and then we have a profit report daily. The cash flow report includes short-term loans and all of those kinds of things. And so we use Lifetimely for that. And then on the other side, we use Triple Whale for actual profit reports to see where we're at. You need to be tracking this stuff. If you're in any sort of financial pickle, you need to be tracking this stuff on a daily, daily basis. It's incredibly important. All right, and then let's lastly talk about the consumer and their environmentally consciousness. Consumers are going to continue to show preference for brands that are environmentally conscious. It is just exactly we're all headed right now. I know if you're listening to this in the States, we've been far ahead of that in Canada, and it's been a very big deal to our consumers. It's not a nice to have anymore. It's now a need to have, and consumers, for the most part, are really putting that into their buying decision. Can you charge more for it? Unfortunately, I just don't think so. I think it's a need to have now and it needs to be part of the conversation that you're having. Guys, that was actually 16 different things that I brought up today. I hope that this episode was incredibly helpful. Can I get you guys to do me a favor? If you were listening to this on Spotify, would you mind ranking this or rate, sorry, rating this podcast (laughs) on Spotify? I'm trying to get a hundred reviews in the next month on Spotify. And I believe as of this recording, we're at 18 or 19 reviews on there. And we've got a lot of reviews over on Apple, but I would really love that favor. So if you guys could turn this episode off right now and go and give this a nice rating, I will not tell you what to rate it, but this has brought you value. I'd love to see a great rating on there. So thank you guys again so much for your time today. We're going to have a lot more practical episodes going into the new year, trying to help you guys scale your e-commerce brands. And again, if you are sick of working with the agency that you are working with and you want to work with some people who actually get it, get a hold of us at Upgrowth Commerce. We'll set up an interview and see if you are fit for us and then if we're fit for you. But we will be taking on more brands in the new year. So feel free to head to upgrowthcommerce.com and check out and see if we are a potential fit for your brand. Again, brands that we work with generally spend, you know, $100,000 plus a month. We do take on some smaller brands, but it's very rare. And yeah, we love to see brands thrive in a difficult environment like this. So thank you guys again so much for your time today. Appreciate all of you and all the time that you guys spent actually listening to this podcast. Thank you everyone who reaches out to me on LinkedIn. And again, just my last, my one final ask is that you give us a nice review on Spotify. Thank you guys again. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner 
friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast, and lots of you guys already are, and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.